0: chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary VGW void We're prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus. the following podcast is a W2M Network
1: original production visit w2mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts plus news reviews articles and opinions from the worlds of wrestling video games
0: football and entertainment
2: And we are live, finally, for episode number 48 of MMA to the Max, the anniversary episode. It's been one year since we started this show. We're video now. We were audio before, but thanks for joining us and hanging out with us for this incredible year, everybody. I am your host, Robert Taylor, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Joseph Hudson, a.k.a. Riverside Joe. How are you doing this? Fine. Special Thursday night, Joe.
1: I'm so excited. Our anniversary. I'm getting flowers. You're going to take me to dinner. We're going to... Emotionally cuddled over MMA topics and conversation. <laughs> it's good. It's
2: uh, good. I don't, I don't. I don't know how emotional we're going to get, but, I mean, it's whatever. But uh, we have a very special episode, like we said. It's a very special anniversary episode. One year ago, we did our thing. We started. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got a giveaway. But, unfortunately, we're petty, we're Today cheap, we and we're assholes. We're going to make you wait. You're going to have to wait. You're actually going to have to watch us do our stupid show and, you know, Make yourselves sit through the episode to listen and then you'll find out who won. Sorry. Yeah, well why would we do it any other way? <laughs> yeah, that's just honest, how it's gonna be. That's you know,
1: you don't give away the goods on the first date. You gotta you know, slowly release it out into the wild or something like that.
2: Yeah, I don't know about that, man. I, so, I give away the goods.
1: Yeah, I bet you do. This is actually a little different from <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, huh? You gotta learn. Learn learn to pace yourself, yeah. buddy. You gotta learn, you gotta uh, learn I, I, Trying a new camera position. I don't know if I like it because I have to look down at my laptop and then up at the camera. But
2: Well, I mean, if it still shows your face, it's still not working. So Oh, yeah. burn. But I uh, got rid of the squeaky chair this week, so that's cool. Yes. Yeah, no, no squeak good. coming out of my ass. But anyways, uh, you know what, Joe?
1: If you honestly want appreciate you calling her that, <laughs>
2: it's okay. It's a new week. It's Somebody? a new drink. What are you drinking this week? Ooh, I tried something different.
1: Something we really haven't done much of on this show. I went with the Brother Theolinus Belgium style Abbey Wheat Ale, or uh, sorry, style Abbey Ale. I- I'm not a big Belgium guy, but it's just a cool bottle. It had its little cork top on it. Uh, I haven't tried a sip yet. I just open it up and let it breathe, as one would any uh, good tasty beverage. Let let the air hit it. Get the nice floral notes going here. Let's go ahead and see see what we've got.
2: Yeah, see what see what you got in there. See what you got in there.
1: It's Belgium is all get out, I'll tell you that right now.
2: I'm gonna change move this light a little bit, see how things look better. Let's see how they look better. Nope, nope, that just casted a weird shadow.
1: Yeah. It's a good Belgium. It definitely definitely is Belgium style all the way. It's got that a little tanginess to it. Kind of sweet caramel notes inside. It's good, man. What about you? That's a little
2: better. It's not so much in my face, I guess. Um anyways yeah so what i'm drinking is it's an anniversary episode so it's a special episode i want to go with a very special beer which is my all-time favorite beer at this point um it mm. is the garage brewing company marshmallow milk stout always a go-to always a favorite you just cannot beat this beer um it recently actually won some awards according to uh, garage brewing uh a gold medal at a, a beer festival so out of you know, over two thousand beers entered, the the marshmallow Milk Stout one gold medal medal for best uh, taste. So gold medal at the
1: uh, Robert Taylor <laughs> High Desert <laughs> Brewing. <laughs> maybe, maybe, but yeah. So I mean, it's really cool. It doesn't matter. It's a gold, baby. It's a gold. That's all that matters. <clears throat> oh, oh, and
2: just because uh, it was a r- nice running joke, I do want to. Uh, I am drinking the Red Bull. So you have to.
1: Yeah, it's to. what you live on. <laughs> Yeah, it's what, like keeps can't me going. Have...
2: what keeps me going, man. This light yeah, issue is fucking like... bugging me. But whatever.
1: It's uh, like asking a coke head not to do coke, you know what I mean? Like yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do, buddy. Keep going.
2: Yeah, but uh, anyways, we are back on Facebook Live for the first time in a couple episodes. Yes. And we are going to be staying on Facebook Live because we've had issues with YouTube um, <clears throat> since we switched. Just sound, uh, streaming, video quality, and... I want to give a special shout out to Mike Berlin and uh, Scott Kaiser, yeah. uh, the great hosts of the Craft Brood Sports Show, and for their inspiration to have us go back to Facebook Live, because they were having more issues than anybody, and yeah, they, I mean, I was trying to watch the show earlier, and I couldn't, so I was like, "Now nah, fuck this, we're going back to Facebook.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's YouTube would be great, but uh, too many technical issues every time, it's Caused us issues on starting and everything else. So, back to Facebook, we can hit go live and hopefully, yeah, be a and then bit more we on get time.
2: some viewers. Everybody knows when we're going, they don't have to click a stupid link. Um, I just got to be better mm-hmm. on getting the show uploaded to YouTube. So, we'll see what happens, yeah. But, you know, we'll in I the ha- meantime, what happened last week two <gasps> incredible UFC events, man. Um, yes, Friday sir. night was the Ultimate Fighter Finale, headlined by Israel Adesanya and Brad Tavares, and then Saturday night was the awesome. And super anticipated UFC 226 Miocic versus Cormier. But uh, before we get to that one, let's talk about the Ultimate Fighter finale. Mm-hmm. In the main event, you had the number eight ranked Brad Tavares. Was his ranking too high? Quite possibly. Taking on the unranked but undefeated Israel, the last style bender at Sanya. And you know, when we previewed the show, uh, this fight last week, we talked about that. You know, Brad Tavares was a tougher matchup than a lot of people getting credit for. Absolutely, And do. maybe if he stuck to a, a game plan, that probably would have been true because he will look, he looked like he didn't belong in the cage
1: with Ades- Adesanya. He he looked out of sorts. It's just what the last style banner is able to do. He's able to keep you guessing, make you try to figure him out. The first round, Brad had a decent success in slipping the jab. He was doing a good job of keeping his face from getting battered. But in the second round, um, Israel was able to Adjust, start throwing it differently, started working some off time stuff, and was able to prove why he is an elite striker going up against a good MMA striker. But what really surprised me was his ability to not get taken down. Brad isn't like the greatest wrestler on earth, but Brad Brad's a a good takedown guy. He he can grapple with you, but Israel's ability to stay strong on his hips, create distance, circle away. Mm -hmm. get the underhook when necessary use that to to get it was beautiful man I was really really happy and surprised with his ability to stay on his feet and that that role
2: (laughs) (laughs) now my thing is did, did Adesanya just improve that much in that short amount of time when it came to his ground game and his clinch work or are we overrating Brad Tavares and underrating Martin Vittori
1: it may be a bit of two. It may be a bit of both. And, and I think Israel was a little overtrained coming into the Vitatari fight because he seemed to tire out. Mm-hmm. As where, But that could have just been due to the grappling that tired him out. But he seemed to definitely be able to go another two or three rounds at this point. So maybe it could have been overtraining. Maybe it could have just been the strength of Vitatari. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. He's going to have to go up against a real wrestler soon.
2: Yeah. And uh, a real wrestler called him out after the fight, Derek Brunson so i mean yeah. that's a fight i'm down to see i mean i'm I'm still down for uh adesanya and Shoeface one day just to to really test that ground game to see how it worked but uh no i that's yeah, a
1: whole other of yeah, game. That day,
2: yeah that's a whole new when it comes to the ground but i mean brunson is another stiff test for adesanya and if it you know it's something that he can pass because yeah, sure. brunson has been knocked out he and he he is very hittable but you know his ground game, his wrestling, his takedowns are on point. I mean, he was manhandling, taking down uh, Yo Romero when they fought before Romero came back in the third round, shit stain on yep. his tights and
1: everything. But, uh... <laughs> but yeah, he's 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 a better Greco-Roman wrestler. He's he's better grappling all around. So I think that uh, that would be a good challenge for him. He wants he wants Paulo Costa, but Dana White says he has other ideas for him um i think they're gonna keep the two of them going on like a separate trajectory and slowly meet up at the top at some point for some big fight which is smart yeah, yeah. don't kill out a contender now or have them one lose to the other in whatever fight it is and they're they're battling their way all the way up again to, to the top and like well he beat him so i, I don't know yeah we'll that, i mean but they have a habit of doing that matching up uh prospects against
2: each other mm-hmm. to see you know who's who 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 sinks and who swims but uh yeah, yeah great showing for adesanya um you know, undefeated still, and he's on his way up. So awesome for him. But uh, in the co-main event, yep. Mike Trezano wins this season, the undefeated season of The Ultimate Fighter, at lightweight, de- de- uh, defeating Joe Giannetti by split decision. I disagreed with the split. I cl- clearly had it for, for Trezano
0: 2 to Clearly one. had it for Trazano. Yeah. Shit, I, I mean... <laughs> I'd give Trezano
1: a 10-8 in that fucking third round for Giannotti. Just what the hell was he doing?
0: Yeah, I don't it's know, It's like he man. gave
1: up. It's like he was like, I'm just going to. Go out there and just not try. It, it really, it was really weird. It was really weird how he was in that third round. Yeah. What do you think it was? I, like, I, I, think,
2: I think he thought he was up. I think he thought he had it really? in the bag. I think that's what he thought. How else would you explain it? I mean, he was the favorite going into the fight. And, you know, sure. just, I think he thought he was up on the scorecards. Maybe it was him. Maybe it was his corner giving him some false information. There's no other way to explain it. But either way, Trezano wins the lightweight crown for the ultimate fighter, something that uh, – a lot of people thought was was uh, Luis Pina's, uh, you know, the violent Bob Ross, but unfortunately he yeah, got injured. maybe. And, you know, that brings me to the next point. That's the next fight to make to find out who really is, mm-hmm. you know, the winner of this Ultimate Fighter season.
1: 100%, because Bob Ross is still undefeated. So everybody but one person per weight division was supposed to leave undefeated, right? Mm-hmm. Bob Ross left undefeated. Trezano left undefeated. Let's make him dance, baby. Yeah,
2: let's make it happen. Let's get it down. Uh, in other Ultimate cool. Fighter finale news, Brad Katona, the favorite in, going into this season, yes. in my eyes and a lot of people's eyes, I, obviously, um, comfortably defeats uh, Chuchinello yes. by unanimous decision, all 30-26 across the board, which is completely,
1: perfectly scored. And the easiest 10-9 <laughs> ten, uh, ten, rounds ever. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, it, I'm glad the judges all saw that, you know, correctly you know the same you, you, there was no yeah. i'm losing my words here man words are hard tonight i guess but i'm just excited I'm just excited yeah i mean we're talking about the ultimate fighter finale because we kind of have to but i'm excited to get to ufc 226 but uh yeah what there was another fight didn't even see it. <laughs> there was but uh also on the card alex casaris bruce leroy himself defeats leroy. martin bravo by split decision a decision mm. i highly disagreed with i had bravo winning that fight um, I'm not going to argue it too much, but I just, I didn't see how Caceres got that decision. Um, but apparently two judges disagreed with me. I don't know how everybody else saw
1: it that was watching. So I, I saw that, uh, Bravo won via decision. It was kind of a close fight, but he seemed to be doing more of the work, landing more of the strikes, you know, winning most of the grappling exchanges with the three or four of them that there were um i don't know what the hell was going on like i really have no idea. adelaide bird was in there and she's got a crush <laughs> on fucking alex casaris or something i don't know
2: well i do know adelaide bird was in the opening fight of the main card the uh, alessia de chirico yeah. and julian marquez fight which uh, a lot of people were upset at uh the decision but i wasn't i didn't yeah. i didn't see a problem with it It wasn't a robbery no. i mean marquez looked more busy but it's you know it's the leonard garcia effect you know, sure. throw, throw, swing. Tr- you know, don't necessarily land more, but you know, trick the crowd into thinking you did. But you know, Alessio was landing. And I mean, if you tell me Julian Marquez won that fight, I wouldn't complain or argue with you. But I, I thought the decision was just, and I didn't see an issue with it. But a lot of people did apparently.
1: I'm gonna agree with you 100. I didn't. I don't have any issues with that decision either way. It was a close fight.
2: Yeah, it was. It was It was power fight, versus, so was we're power we're versus technique, yeah. and technique won this time.
1: Yeah, it was it was power versus uh, unprofessionalism and inability to make weight. Um, so <laughs> the Cuban Missile Crisis has got a big problem to deal with. So. Yeah.
2: I know you should keep looking at your phone. Are you texting or are you trying to share the show?
1: It no, better be the latter. No, I'm not I'm not even on my phone. I'm looking. That's the thing. I don't know if I like the camera position. I like how much of me oh. it shows, oh, but okay. my laptop is down here. <laughs> so I'm actually looking at you, and I'm looking at my stats and all that crap. So well, You should, you should always know, be looking have... at me. So that's... Yeah, and to remind myself how lucky I am that I don't look like you. <laughs>
2: ouch, ouch. Well, moving back oh, up the burn. card, Roxanne got... Mataferi finally gets that UFC victory that she's been waiting yeah. for by for defeating her. Barb Honchak by second-round TKO. Um, it was a yeah, completely was one-sided cool. fight from the get-go. She gets that win back that she lost uh, years ago, and it was just a great sight to see the happy warrior finally get that win.
1: Um, I'm not happy for her because for the first time I'm like fuck it she's never come through for me on my pick'em league so I'm not gonna pick her now good job Roxanne I am happy for you you deserve oh. it you've been in the business forever but damn it that fucking speaking of the pick'em league
2: man that, that news that it's ending after 227 Why? Jesus well, I how don't know how much money does
1: it really cost them to run this it's nothing it's an algorithm like just upload the fighters and call it a day like uh, it sucks dude <laughs> Very PJ
2: Wendell uh, just joined asking what's in the glass, so I'm just going to let him know real quick. I am drinking oh, yes. the Garage Brewing Company's Marshmallow Milk Stout, a uh, go-to of mine. And Joe, you want to repeat what you're yes. drinking for the, the new viewer?
1: Yes, I am drinking the um... oh, – bring that back over here. This is the North Coast Brewing Company's Brother Theolinus Belgium Style Abbey Ale. It's good. Very I did nice. notice it's uh 9.4% and this is a very large um 750 milliliters. Yep, I'm getting there guys. And you I'm have to work there. tomorrow. Sucks to be
2: you. <laughs> no it doesn't.
1: I love my job. It's good to be me. But I want to I want to I want to skip better. down
2: real quick to the uh, preliminary card on Fight Pass. I want to yes. talk about the opening fight, man. Gerald Mearshart, Oscar Pechota. Yes. What a fucking comeback. Wow. I had Mearshart picked. And I was worried because I was like, "Fuck, he's gonna, This is over. He's getting his ass beat." <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, I had Dakota picked, and I'm like, "Yes, yes, yes." Oh man, good job, Miersha. I like Shar. Yeah. I just didn't think he was gonna do it. It's nothing personal. I just that's how I picked. But fucking hats off to him, man. He looked great. He came back from adversity.
2: Yeah, no, he looked. He he looked. I mean, he looked bad for the first round but he looked good after that he looked really good so yeah choking him clean out I mean there was a tap that the uh the the ref didn't see yeah they and I'm not it, mad yeah. about it. he missed it I'm not mad and that was before uh Oscar went out but yeah he tapped and then went out so not gonna fault the ref yeah. for that one man
1: no he tapped as he was going out not faulting the ref and I'm not faulting Mearsher for holding it quote-unquote a little bit longer that's that's nothing like uh um Paul Harris or something you know what I mean nothing like that at all like this was this was all good all clean Good job, Shark. Keep it up, buddy. Yeah. Hats off to you, as you would say. <laughs> as I did say. My hat was off to him. Yeah, that's the tip right. The of the hat, sir. You need to
2: start wearing a hat for the show for when you say that you can actually like, take your hat off.
1: I have to put it on over my headphones, though, otherwise that would be a pain in the ass. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Hats off. Bring it back down. Do it. There. Just do it. Fuck it. Just do, sure it. Just do it. Do it. Just do it. Do it. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Just do it. Do it. Just do it. Do it. Just do it, eh? So. So that sums up kind of do you want to talk about anything else on that? No, card? I just
2: just just the uh, the notable fights really the main card of the notable fights that's what we usually do for most of the fights but I mean luckily for us we, we got some time uh, and UFC 226 has got a lot of notable fights.
1: Yeah, we mentioned Bob Ross, Luis Peña. Yeah, obviously I mean he did his fight. He did do violent what he's supposed Bob Ross to do. things. <laughs> so. Yeah, he did he did himself well. He did a good job. Of, was a first round submission of uh, Richie's soul. After he dropped him. Smolin. Smolin. yeah. Yeah, after... Beautiful. He... Looks good. Oh, yeah. Sorry.
2: So UFC 226 went down on Saturday night, and... I totally
1: didn't know there was a fight on on Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, did man. you miss it? Yeah, I mean... Yeah.
2: It wasn't as promoted but... as it probably should have been, to be honest. I mean, it was promoted pretty well, but it probably should have been promoted a lot more than that.
1: Yeah, why don't they promote the UFC uh, Nick Jr. so I could see a little bit more of these commercials and promotions, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a dad joke. It, it is. If you have the toddler children, you only watch uh, cartoons when they're awake. Yeah. Well, and let's because let's... I wake up so early, it's always... All...
0: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today
0: to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
2: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Please.
2: Let's break this one Go down ahead. from the bottom up instead of starting from the top, man, because it just was, aside from one fight, they just were great all the way up. Um,
1: great. Are so Emily
2: Whitmire, uh, Whitmire defeating Jamie Moyle mm-hmm. looked awesome. Great fight. 29 28 decision across the board. Uh, Whitmire looked fantastic. She looked even better when she called out uh, Vinnie Maglis afterwards. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was the best, dude. Like, I just became a huge fan with that. Said you're not going to yeah. put corner me because, you, you know, blah, 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 We the teammates, and then here you are in there. Fuck you, Vinny Magalhaes. Yeah, you don't even tell me.
2: Yeah, that, that was great. I mean, that made me a bigger fan of her. You know, that, oh, that was awesome. I'm and
1: sure. then driving. Uh, <laughs> the- and she looked good, too. So oh, yeah. Even more. Intuition. Striking on point.
2: Looked um, really good. Um, yes, speaking sir. of striking on point, though, guy, I've been hyping for a long time. Ever ever since he returned to Lightweight Division. Dan Hooker doing Dan Hooker
1: things. He's hooking it up. He's on the corner turning Johns.
2: Damn, dude. He lit Burns up. Like, he's... Burns is
1: legit, too.
2: Man, he is top 10 ready. I, I mean, he broke into the top 15. I think he's barely ranked 15, but now, but, yeah. oh, man, he he made Burns look bad. Everybody was hyped up on, on Gilbert Burns because he's been knocking people out, and he's still got the world-class jiu-jitsu skills, but Dan Hooker, yeah. I mean, there's levels to this thing, and Dan Hooker is fighting guys lately that are just not even close to his level.
1: Well, he trains with somebody we just spoke about who's bad fucking ass, right? Yeah, that's right. Israel Aliasanya. They both train in what mm-hmm. City Gym, Auckland, New Zealand, somewhere out there, right? I think yeah. that's called the City Gym. Badass guys, and if people don't know basically the whole australian continent and everything around there those are kickboxers out there muay thai kickboxers they're all legit strikers coming from that area mark hunt adesanya dan hooker um oh crap i could I, my brain's I was gonna some Muay tie fighters um but that are all from whitaker oh yeah whitaker obviously um but yeah, so they're known for their striking, and now seeing these guys taken to MMA, where they're having at least a good sprawl and brawl, but not so much brawl. It's sprawl and technique. It's sprawl, and we're on our feet, and I'm gonna piece you apart. It's not even so much that either. With like Dan Hooker, I mean, he he almost had Gilbert
2: Burns in a side guillotine. Like he had that locked up.
1: It looked pretty deep, sprawl, but it did. Yeah, anybody but Burns, someone with less uh, jiu-jitsu acumen probably would have tapped. Like, that was good and deep. He looked really good. So, but Dan Hooker, man, we've been on the bandwagon. We continue to uh, promote you. We know who you are. We've been watching you. That's right. And uh, here for you, buddy.
2: Uh, opening up the preliminary card ah. on Fox Sports 1, uh, a fight that I was really disappointed in because mm. – well, I'm a fan of Curtis Millender. I'm a bigger fan of Max Griffin, and I thought Max Griffin, in round one, had the perfect style and game plan going to beat him. And it's he like did. he almost, he all but abandoned it. It was, the, it was the game plan and the game, the style that Brad Tavares should have implemented in the very beginning of his fight with Israel Adesanya. And for some reason, Max Griffin just abandoned it after the first round. Uh, yeah, I mean, he tried a couple times here, but it was never, you know. Committed. He, he never committed to it like he did in the first round. But, I mean, he ends up dropping round two and three and loses a decision to Curtis Millender. And,
1: yeah, he has nobody he else to blame but himself. Drops drops round two and three pretty handedly. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was an easy decision to give to Millinder. Millender looked good. He did the right thing. He stayed composed and stuck to his game plan. And I, I don't know if Max just decided to, to change gears, just stay on his jab and stay in his heels or something, mm-hmm. run out of gas, did he break his hand? Curtis didn't look like he was showing anything different in round two. In round three, he became a lot more aggressive, moved forward a lot more because he was showing that momentum going his way. I don't know. I was really disappointed in Max's performance. Uh, Curtis did the right thing. Yeah.
2: Uh, I mean, Curtis did what he had to do. But, yeah, I was completely disappointed with his performance after the first round. But, I mean, yeah. good for Curtis Millen. He's now 2-0 and in the UFC. Yes, sir. Good for you. Max Griffin drops, uh, doesn't get that win streak going after his upset of uh, Mike Perry, but unfortunately things happen. Mm-hmm. Speaking of upsets, lightweight action, Jakar close, pulling off another upset, like he did against it Mark Zakeezy. It shouldn't Zichese. have been big of an upset. It shouldn't yeah, have been, shouldn't but betting-wise it did. He defeats yeah. Lando Venato, Venata by unanimous decision, 30-27 across the board, and this fight wasn't even close, and I think it's time we need to stop thinking highly of Lando Venata. I think that fight with Tony Ferguson made people— rate him a lot higher than he actually is.
1: What it reminds me of is Joe Soto's fight uh, against um, TJ Dillashaw for the belt when he got bumped up when Burrell got hurt. I was like, man, if he can hang like that with TJ Dillashaw, this guy's going places. This guy can do it. He's going to put it together because TJ's the pinnacle of it all. And what happened? He he had one great showing. Yeah. Uh, Land of Nata had one great showing. and He's still fun to watch. He's still a good fighter. He just... I don't know what it does. He, he just he just wants to brawl too much. I want to see, you know, I want to see him use his technique, use his skill. Don't try to be just flashy and brawl. Just I don't know. Yeah. He got out
2: know. he got out pressure is what happened. Jacar close just pressured the shit out of him for the entire 3 rounds. Oh, yeah. And it threw Lando off. He can't handle it. It's another Edson Barbosa type situation. You pressure him and the game's over.
1: Or someone we will speak about later. It's a nice fight typically. Anthony Pettis walk him down. And he can't get off on you. He likes distance. If you get inside of his jab, then he gets fucked, yeah. historically speaking. Uh, Lando uh, seems well, to have the I mean, same
2: issue. Speaking of Anthony Pettis, I mean, that obviously didn't happen in that we- fight, but we'll talk about that when we get there. But, uh, yeah, yeah we'll Lando's the same thing. Um, yeah. The other fight on the uh, Fox Sports 1 card, the criminally underrated. I mean, as much as I, I talk about Marlon Rice, I mean, possibly the legitimate number one contender. For the Bantamweight title right now, Rafael Sanchal defeating Rob Font comfortably, unanimously. Doesn't look like he was ever in trouble because he just wasn't. I mean, this guy is ridiculously underrated, man. I mean, what? He's not
1: ridiculously underrated. Okay, you got DJ's the champ. You got the former champ at number one. You got the other former champ at number two. You got at number three. Isn't he number four? Like, where else is he supposed yeah, to be? Yeah, but he's still under, like, he's above, not talked
2: about. He's still completely underrated. He's not talked about by the fans. He's barely talked about by Dana. Sure, after the fight and post-fight, Dana's called him a stud. But it's like, when are you going to put him on the, uh, yeah, of course he is. But when are you going to put
1: him on a main card, dude? Give him a main event. Like, of a fight Last night. Last time he was on a main card was when he fought TJ, I believe. He was on the main card, and TJ beat the shit fan. out of him. Pick it, buddy.
2: Yeah right. No, and actually, um, actually, no. That was UFC 200 when that happened, I believe, and that was on the Fox Sports. Oh, one card. that was on the Fox Sports. Pre-lim. Yeah, the You're yellow. Right. Yeah, the I'm yellow so mat when, yellow T.J. Matt, when that's right. TJ beat him. That's right. So for some reason,
1: I thought they were the curtain jerker, but that was Strew versus uh, our J- JDS, right? For the main event. Oh uh,
2: anyway. I don't remember. I know Kane. No, I think it was Kane and Travis Brown were on the main card. Yeah, they yeah. they opened when Kane beat the hell out of them
1: yeah that was beautiful um, <laughs> Sun sunsao is, is rated right but I, know, I see what you're saying about underrated like the fans, there's not a lot of people talking about his skill in my mind he's only lost to TJ Dillashaw and in my mind he lost both times to TJ Dillashaw I, I scored I the first he, I fight for
2: TJ him I thought the score could have gone either way but I thought it was just and I, that, that's coming from a TJ fan but I mean that was I thought it was just but uh, you you were a little more biased probably
1: Probably, but I went back and watched it a while ago, and I'm still just as biased. But again, it was a close <laughs> fight. But I gave it, I gave it to TJ, and that was a completely different TJ uh, as far as skill and ability that we see today, and yeah. that we're going to see on the fourth, baby. Uh, uh, yeah, UFC uh,
2: 227. Uh, uh, Damn, that card's starting to get stirred.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah,
2: um, God, can't wait. Getting woody just thinking about it. Woo. In the main event of the Fox Sports One prelim cards. Paulo Costa, formerly Borshina, beats the fuck out of Uriah Hall like we all thought he would. Uriah Hall probably should receive his walking papers here soon, but uh, Paulo Costa is still undefeated. You know, we talked about him for Israel Sanya earlier, but, uh, I mean, not sure if I want to see that fight yet, man, just because I don't want either of them to lose, especially Costa. Costa is— No. He is is Dana White's dream, man. Brazilian, good-looking, built— can fight can knock people out
1: i mean he's he's built are you sure about that (laughs) i mean i'm just i'm just worried davinsky's gonna come nah man i i i
2: i I don't think he passes i i think he passes the smell test as they say i really do the eye test the smell test i mean he just looks like somebody that takes care of himself that that eats right
1: and trains right i I take care of myself but i don't look no i don't no i don't (laughs) No, I just I just like to mess around because if you look at like his first fights, he was a chubby dude. I'm like now he's just shredded, just legitimately shredded. Probably
2: just started taking care of himself. I mean, I'm sorry, I just yeah. don't I just don't think I don't just throw out jokingly accusations for somebody that's never failed anything.
1: I would never assume that he's done anything wrong. It's just more fun to joke, dude. Look, someone <laughs> on this show has to give some levity. I'm the levity guy. That's that's what it says on the production notes. You we ever have... read those
2: yet? I was going to say, we have production notes. What the hell?
1: Dude, um, you got you your game, bro.
2: Yeah, right? So, <laughs> let's talk about a fight opening up the main card of the pay-per-view that uh, is basically the basis for an entire beef between Dana White and Brennan Schaub right now.
1: Oh, dude. <laughs> Kaliro, That's so
2: funny. Yeah, Khalil Roundtree Jr. knocks out Gohan Saki in the first round in about a minute and a half. Um, and Brennan Schaub. On the shows, basically said, you know, this is what happens when you take world class kickboxers and throw them in MMA, and expect them to be something. Now, obviously, Israel Adesanya took heart with that because he was a world class kickboxer, but he wasn't just thrown in MMA. He was 11-0 before he even came to the UFC. He, I mean, he was doing both for the longest time. But Gohan was didn't fight in MMA forever after losing his yes. first fight and only fight. And you know, this is, this is what Shah was talking about, and he's 100 right.
1: Well, you can look at even guys who I have the utmost respect for in their striking abilities like a guy like joe Schilling, a great muay thai striker a great kickboxer he gets inside the octagon and he gets knocked out mm-hmm. because now he's thinking about takedowns he's thinking about things that his brain never had to process before um and he's getting knocked out by guys who shouldn't be knocking him out so that's what happened i don't that's not necessarily what happened i was to gonna go say Kosaki. because
2: because freaking he's, uh uh clear roundtree is somebody like that a should a be locker. knocking
1: him out right Ooh, that guy hit so hard yeah i knew it was gonna be a first round tko i just thought okan was gonna do it and again nothing against khalil i've been into the hype of the, the striking yeah. capabilities that saki has I,
2: I did too and i i mean this basically this just puts it into clear view right now like puts it clear as day that hey you know what there's kickboxing and then there's mma kickboxing that's i mean it's the way it is mma wrestling then there's wrestling jiu-jitsu mma jiu-jitsu it's the same thing oh yeah it's Not to different. mention Saki could, you know, stand to lose some pounds and drop to one eighty five.
1: He probably could. He probably could. Maybe he'll think about it now that he feels yeah. that power at two oh five. Yeah. Ooh, god damn,
2: but good for clear round
1: tree. I think he's on like what,
2: yeah. like a three fight win streak now or something like I that? Think it is all five, all five, first round stoppages. Yeah. So good for him, man. I like it. Yeah, it's it's great, man. Good for him. He's 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 looking really good. He's starting to still gotta see how his ground game uh has improved but yeah he's definitely looking good speaking of people that have been looking good at least in this fight oh i have been losing weight thank you for noticing <laughs> showtime baby that was showtime oh, yeah. anthony pettis that was old michael chiesa and damn i mean i'm not gonna i'm gonna i'm not gonna jump on the showtime's back train like anthony pettis was like yelling when he was on top of the cage but <laughs> if he fights like that man that's showtime man he had no
1: fear it was like his soul got snatched from him after uh, Rafael dos Anjos just took yeah, it. Exactly, it, it, it looks like he found it. You, you look in his eyes; they were open, they were active. He was on point with his striking. Kiesa's a big guy, long reach, who does pressure, moves forward, is hittable, and I think that worked perfect for Anthony with his new with his soul back and able to use it. Um, I'm real happy to see him back. I've always been a big fan. Just, I've been a bummer to see the route he's been on lately. He's still young. Maybe he's got another rebirth like, um, uh, you know, Alaski did. But hopefully for him, it is
2: it a yeah. you know, better outcome.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm still, you know I, I mean? like he it. go from ups and downs. Oh, I like the guy. He's a great person, yeah. good on the mic, a great, fun fighter. Very happy for him.
2: Got that signature right there, baby. Um, yeah, Anthony there Pettis, go. I'm a big fan of Showtime. Um, I didn't think he was going to win this fight, but he showed up. And I hope he shows up like this every time because that's the Anthony Pettis I like to watch fight. Um, yeah.
1: Uh, buying it every time yeah. every time
2: and michael Kiesa misses weight not by much but he still missed weight. he looked like death on the scales he says he's not fighting at 155 anymore that's smart of him good no. job go to 170 yeah. stay healthy man
1: um, he said he felt like he was dying on monday of the weight cut oh let yeah alone i bet he Friday. looked like he looked he looked, oh. he looked like
2: death dude jesus he looked bad. He looked
1: awful is he working with the nutritionist at all i don't i don't know he that just answer, might i don't know he just
2: might just have outgrown the weight class it happens
1: it's true. As you get older, it gets harder and harder to suck that weight down. Hell, Anthony Johnson used to be able to make 70 every now and again. Yeah,
2: but if, uh, if you're anything to go by, it doesn't get any harder to suck other things down. I don't get it.
1: Yeah, it's okay.
2: Uh, fight of the Night, in my mind, I think in your mind as well. Mike Perry defeating Paul Felder by a split decision. Absolutely. No, war. not what I
1: had for Fight of the Night. We're still going to talk about that.
2: Oh, go fuck yourself. I know what kind of joke you're coming up with then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Definitely this was the fight tonight.
2: Damn. <laughs> I knew where you are going with that, man. I'm, I'm tempted to not even talk about it. But anyways, Mike Perry defeating Paul Felder. Split decision. Awesome fight. Either guy could have won. I did think Mike Perry won the fight. I thought Pelder was, Pelder, Felder was going to win. Um, but Mike Perry showing hell, like hell of a lot of improvement from the Greg Jackson uh, Winklejohn camp. With his technique and his patience, he looked really good. He got his first decision win ever in his career.
1: He looked like someone who is actually coachable. He went to Jackson Wink, and they he was a wild animal. He was a beast. He was an unbroken horse. And he's not all the way broken yet, but they're breaking yeah. him, which I'm using that reference as a good thing. They're, they're teaching him to be a cerebral fighter, and it looks like he might have the ability to touch on that, which yeah. is good because he hits hard as shit. So if you can teach him how to – Be more patient with his shots than good. And Felder, granted, is a 55er. He's a huge 55er. He looked a little bit smaller than Perry come fight night, but Felder, fucking, (laughs) not much. Just, just just in like width wise, he's taller. And Felder
2: broke his arm in the first round, so he fought with that broken arm. So I mean, geez, the dude's tough. I mean, imagine what would happen if he imagine how that fight went if he didn't break his arm. You know, it could be even been even better or he might have got the decision you never know
1: man or he might have been able to yeah he might have been able to throw the right hand a little bit more use yeah. that pump the, pump the uh, jab and do the one two
2: i thought it was great i thought it was a great fight one of the best fights of the year for sure um really great fight. a stark stark contrast from the co-main event the next fight Derek lewis defeating francis and by who gives a fucking shit I mean that they that, have, that they decision even make
1: it as the suckiest fucking fight ever. They threw one more punch than the least amount of punches ever thrown in a like three round fight. That,
2: that, that was that was a decision just given because they thought they just had to give it to somebody. I just why can't
1: they just make it a twenty seven to twenty seven? They both fucking lose.
2: I fucking lost. <laughs> we all lost. Everybody that watched that fight lost. I. It's... I, I, I want I my 15 I, okay. minutes back. So I had the pleasure of watching it the next day. I didn't watch it live because of my work schedule, um, and so I knew going in what kind of fight I was looking forward to. And I thought maybe knowing this fight was that bad going into it, I could watch it and maybe find some humor and excitement, like entertainment no, from no. it. Absolutely not, man. I, I just, I, I. It was 15 minutes of my life that I think they they owe us. Like they need to like owe us that fifth, like whatever it costs per minute for pay per view or anything they they need to owe us.
1: <laughs> so, they need to put six cards on the pay per view or six fights on the pay per view next time. and not charge us anymore. I'm yeah, 90%. that that was just that was
2: just. Uh, Derek Lewis defeats Francis Ngannou. Ngannou fi- finds himself with two uh, two in the hole now. Um, he, wah, sa- he said wah, on wah, the uh, he said afterwards on social media that he's sorry. I mean, he's just apparently he's. He's a little fucked up from the Stipe fight. Uh, I don't care. I get it, but you know what, man? You need to show yeah. up when you when you're signing on the dotted line for a fight. You need to show up for a fight. I mean, granted, I'm not going to say this to your face because you're a big fucking dude, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a pain fan. You need to say this. You need to you know you need to show up.
1: Yeah, I, and and look, I appreciate the the apology. Like, hey, look, man, I was tentative from my last fight. Blah blah blah. Look, I get it, but let's. I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. That fight sucked. I'm pissed. Yeah. You have now, your one fight was worth the, the last three fucking, uh, Tycho Woodley fights I watched when I was starting to hate him for being so <laughs> damn patient and sitting back and not being active. This wasn't patient one though. Year, this was timid. This wasn't patient. It, was, it was timid. Exactly. It was exactly. Worse. Patience. Yeah. Patience can suck, but not being willing to engage. Yeah. Neither of them were willing to engage. They need and to, I,
2: points need to start being taken for in inactivity in i mean that's just the way it is time
1: saw in a mixed martial arts fight the fucking referee come in and say hey guys can we start fighting now yeah herb i mean Dean i mean you've seen her yeah
2: get active. herb dean's done it before mark got it i mean but yeah not nobody's actually said like you know they said hey we need more activity and i think big john stopped a couple fighters before say hey you guys need to fight but like yeah herb dean's like seriously come on <laughs> it's
1: usually one guy literally running away and he's
0: hey you have to engage you can't
1: keep running but both guys hey there's a fight tonight you're supposed to be in you're the
2: co-main event obviously you weren't the co-main event which sucks all the pressure i get better i mean that sucks but
1: oh yeah please do man i I still find if it's concussion symptoms or from the weight cut
2: doctors are saying he was showing stroke symptoms man
1: that could be from the weight cut i
2: think it's from the, the the water loading and the cut Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not good. It's not healthy. He's he's probably too big for the weight. I mean, he is too big for the weight class at this point. So, I think he's gonna. I think the ti- I think I think he's gonna vacate the title. When he's going to one fifty five. He needs. That's what he needs to do because that's what he needs to do for his health and safety.
1: One hundred percent, dude. Yeah, I, look, I love watching him fight at forty five. I love. I will love watching him fight at fifty five. Just. Get healthy, man. You're he one could, of the best he fighters He can do damage at 155.
2: Work. He doesn't need to fight at 145. He can hang on. Oh, yeah. He's top three, top five at 155.
1: He, he He's going to be fighting for the belt at 55.
2: Yeah. I mean, he's going to lose depending to Khabib, against, but I mean. I'd say depending <laughs> on who he fights
1: against, he could possibly win the belt at yeah. 55. He could beat Khabib at 55. Like, he's not, okay. Khabib, Khabib is a favorite, beats but he could do it. Nobody yeah. beats Maya Maya versus Anderson was one of the fucking most boring fights ever too. I just saw that Keith. <laughs> I'm gonna agree with you one hundred percent. That sucked donkey balls. And that's another one where it was like, okay, stop falling on your back that was up that and was it, yeah. Yeah,
2: I mean well that's what Damien Maya did eventually start just swinging and going. Anderson was still not engaging. He You know what's funny? as I saw I saw somebody I saw a video of somebody that went through that fight, the Damien Maya Anderson Silva fight, and he scored it, it, he broke it down. And proper scoring should have had Damian Maya as the winner.
1: Well, do, does it because Damian Maya kept jumping to his back and he yeah, but he wasn't guy.
2: knocked down. He was jumping to his back, but he was out striking, out landing from what the video was breaking down. Silva was just that, Silva but... was just backing up, circling everything, but Damian Maya was still swinging and landing on him. Yeah. So I mean, it looks like he's losing the fight because I mean he's being clowned on and outclassed in, in, in a sense. But if you go by yeah. scoring, uh. Criteria, a copy strike
1: numbers, kind of yeah, thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. The Damien, Maya won that fight, and that's what this got. The video, I have to find the video, posted to the site. But yeah, it's one of those situations.
1: He's the new goat. Damian <laughs> Maya is the new goat.
2: No, no, the new goat won in the main event. I like that transition, don't yeah, you? I like it. The new goat. Now, obviously, I still think Mighty Mouse is the goat. But you, you want to tell me can... Daniel Cormier is the goat? I ain't saying shit because, God damn it, Daniel Cormier is a two division champ. DC,
1: DC, DC. He's a undefeated, one-defeated. A There's only one guy can beat him. There's only one guy, and that's named John Jones, and who probably is the greatest fighter of all time, is the only guy that can beat Daniel Cormier. we talked about that going into this fight. He's undefeated as a heavyweight. Yeah, but pays this. Yeah, but did you see how he picked up and slammed around Josh Barnett? Yeah. You see how he used his uppercut in, in, in grappling abilities to knock out uh, Frank Mir did you see how he Knocked out Bigfoot Silva did you see The damage he did to uh, Brett uh, what's his name in Strike Strikeforce uh, Brett Rogers like and these are all Big dudes I'm naming these guys in particular Because they're big dudes DC my man You're my fucking hero <laughs> I, do. I,
2: I, I don't get the ish, Like the problem with the That a lot of people have with DC I really don't Um For some reason, he just doesn't get the respect. He's not as liked as he should be. But, I mean, god damn, dude, he's he's one of the best to ever do it. He's one of the best to ever do it. There's no question about it now. Um, He's the two-division champ. He's the fifth person to win two different titles in two different weight classes, um, in the UFC at least. And he's the second to (laughs) do it simultaneously, the the first being Connor, obviously. But he's the first to do it while defending a title. So he's got that. So he's got that over Connor.
1: That's and true, he has defended title, yeah and he'll be the first to defend one of his two belts he's planning like on defending both,
2: so yeah. and I'm he excited plans on it but before, and, oh yeah, I know we got one that's already set up that's pretty that was already fucking set up after the fight we'll talk about that in a minute but let's talk about the but fight.
1: that's not, not going to happen till the end of the year because yeah. if he enters the testing pool now it's at least four months of testing pool and yeah, you know he's got he's got to clean himself out for the next couple months before you can get in that <laughs> pool. he's in the pool he's so he's
2: he should be cleaned up um, unless paul haven's let's,
1: got him on some special sauce
2: let's talk about the <laughs> fight itself though let's talk about Daniel Cormier versus Stepe Mioche. It was a good fight. For, his, you know, the four and a half minutes it lasted. It was entertaining as hell and Stepe was tagging Cormier and he caught him a couple times where I'm like, "Oh fuck." But like mm-hmm. we said in our preview, Cormier's got an iron chin. He's it's just yes. it's granite. It can't be broken. The John Jones kick was just an anomaly. He's never been stopped like by a punch or anything like that. And it showed cuz Stepe landed some good shots and they were clean. But then Daniel started coming back and landing clean shots on Stipe.
1: Clean. Yeah, it was almost like Stipe would take one, but okay, you're going to get one now too. And he would roll, he would get inside, and he would land a couple of his own. The thing, the thing that I, I was amazed by is that right hook. Mm-hmm. And how it of the just straight Just dropped. And apparently yeah. DC says, oh yeah, we saw he leaves his hand down when the back got the clinch. So DC was giving him the underhook. So it's like, okay, I'm going to give you the strong grappling position. So when we break out, I'm over top of you. So earlier, if you if you look at it when they're in the grappling position, DC left with an uppercut, and then they grappled again, came back to it, and Stipe left, and Stipe kept his right arm low because he had, or his left arm low. He had the underhook, and as they broke away, the left arm stayed low. Yeah. And boom. And I mean, it was it was all 243 pounds of big man cormier comes swinging right at stipe man yeah his power
2: that power completely translated and he stipe was so out of it he had no idea the fight was over he was actually pissed thinking it shouldn't have been stopped he shoved he he, he shoved mark goddard who again a
1: little shove all
2: all disclosure here mark goddard is the best referee in the business today and if you disagree with that you're wrong um,
1: if you disagree with that, stop watching the fucking show. Lose well, my No, no, number, no, 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 no,
2: no, 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 no. We don't want that to happen. <laughs> Just disagree with us in the comments. But I mean, Mark Goddard is the best ref in the business today. He he's earned it, and he should be main eventing every main event title fight um, yes, for the sir. rest of the time until he does something to lose uh to lose it. But yeah, so DC two way champion. He's the double champ, folks. Champ Champ, 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 champ. champ, champ. champ, champ.
1: champ, champ. And Hats off to him, man. A he gets time.
2: he calls out and gets confronted by Brock Lesnar afterwards.
1: That was so unscripted. Yeah.
2: Now now do let's let's talk about it real quick. Yeah, we, we both know that was completely scripted. I mean they are friends. They have talked. They are. Daniel's queenses. gone to WWE events and met with hung out with Brock backstage. This yeah. is completely planned and scripted, but not everybody knows that. That shit just sold couple hundred thousand more pay per views.
1: <laughs> oh, that's selling a couple million. That's gonna be yeah. a million by pay per view for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. The, and, the, the casuals and, saw that. So And D C beats Brock.
2: Well yeah, of course he does. Okay. Yeah, I just
1: want to make sure we all know that.
2: Yeah. But I mean I, I first and, and I know everybody's upset about it because Brock doesn't get deserve to come in and, and fight for the title and I agree.
1: Oh, I don't care. It's the heavyweight but, division. There's like six yeah,
2: guys in I mean, Ten. Curtis Blades and Alexander, Vol- Alexander Volkov deserve the next title shot. Let's not get, let's not for, you know try to fake that or anything. They definitely earned it. But they earned it. Yep. When people try to say like, Chael Sonnen said it, but I said it before, first on Facebook before talking and you know and posting everything, but Chael Sonnen reiterated in a video. Who gives a fuck if Brock Lesnar doesn't deserve it? Daniel Cormier does.
1: Yes, he that's deserves a good point.
2: that money fight. He deserves that money fight, yeah, and he's he's gonna get that money fight. And if you have a problem with Daniel Cormier getting that money fight after everything he's been through, go fuck yourself. I mean, that's just the bottom line. I mean, he
1: deserves that money fight. I can't disagree with that statement. Why wouldn't he deserve it? And you know what? Sometimes, sometimes it's just about the fun, right? Yeah. In the NBA, you get the All Star, right? You get the dunk contest, the three point contest, the All Star game is fun. Baseball, you got the home run, the home run derby, the all star game. That's fun. Football, you get the Aloha Bowl, right? Where they get out of Hawaii and they get to play football. That's all fun. Yeah. But what what's our what's our fun all star week for MMA? It's these little freak fights every now and again. Give us a little fun freak fight. That's our all star break. That's how I'm going to justify it. It's our all star break. That's that's the fun we get to have <laughs> right here. This fight. Nice star. It's a nice analogy. Thanks. I like it. I got my moments, so dude. Let's write this one down. Our anniversary show, Joe had a good analogy. <laughs> a single good
2: analogy. He had a good performance. You yes, thank you, thank you. I could f- I I stop, stop getting those text messages saying I was not impressed by Joe's performance. So. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everybody so... knows
1: that I carry the levity in the show. Oh, the yeah. levity, that's the yeah. word of the day. I read it on my little calendar.
2: Yeah, your word of the day calendar? I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um, yeah. Let's take a quick minute. Let's take a quick break here before we talk about uh, UFC Fight Night, Dos Santos versus Ivanov, also known oh, yeah. as UFC oh. Idaho, Boise, Idaho. Um, you is Idaho. Yeah, let's take a quick break to talk about our sponsors. As you see the scroll at the bottom, along with the logos and everything, you can see that this show is sponsored by two awesome sponsors. We are sponsored one by Gamefly and Gamefly.com. For our listeners and our viewers, if you're into video games, doesn't matter what kind of game it is, it doesn't matter what console it is, check out GameflyOffer.com forward slash MMA to the max. Sign up through that link, you get a free 30-day trial, you get one game out at a time, and you get to check out Gamefly and what they offer. Basically what that means is you sign up with our link, you pick out whatever game you want to rent, that game gets sent to you in the mail, you'll get it within like two or three days, you play it as much as you want, as long as you want, however you want, and you send it back. You get the next game in your What's queue. That? They send it out in a couple days. You lather, rinse, repeat, man. It's pretty awesome. It's a great sponsor, you know. And plus, we get some money so we can make some cool ass merchandise like the shit we're giving away tonight. Um, uh,
1: uh, 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 yeah,
2: I love, uh, I love Gamefly. I think it's great, man. I pop open a beer, I play a game, you know. I finish it, I send it back. And you know what? If you want to keep the game, you can buy it from them for a very low used type price. It's pretty awesome, like that. Exactly. Another service that I use personally that I think is awesome that is a great sponsor of us now that is Loot Crate and LootCrate.com. Check out trylootcrate.com forward slash MMA to the max. Use the promo code, code Bridge 10 for 10% savings on any new subscription to Loot Crate. Loot Crate is awesome. Half my wardrobe consists of Loot Crate. I lied pretty much 98% of my wardrobe consists of Loot yeah, Crate. Yeah, <laughs> let's be honest. Other than the
1: shirt you're wearing, you got it all from Loot Crate. Yeah,
2: pretty much. But, I mean, it's such an awesome thing, especially of kids. Like, I, uh, my my child, you know, Gracie, she's excited when Loot Crate shows up. I mean, it's my Loot Crate, but I, she gets some of the cool stuff in it. You need cool figurines, action figures, comic books, t-shirts, plushies, you know, even the uh, the Funko uh, figurines that are big nowadays. You know, you got Loot Crate-exclusive ones, and Kids love them. Collect- collectors love them. And it's really awesome. It's 10% off. If you don't like it, cancel it. You won't, though, because you'll like it. If you don't already have it, check it out, man. Try LootCrate.com forward slash MMA to the max. Use bro- promo code, code Bridge10 for 10% savings. Also, gameflyoffer.com forward slash MMA to the max. 30-day free game trial. What do you got to lose? Check it out. Hook us just, up. Just just do it. You're, not, paying, you're not giving us any Go money. Do it. You're you're gonna give them a little bit of money, except for the thirty day free trial, and they're gonna give us money for each subscription and we're gonna use that to create cool merchandise to sell to you guys so you can, you know, pimp out our shit and and help us out.
1: You get some you get some cool gear and some fun ass games to play. I mean I mean you can see you can see it in the
2: video, especially in Joe's angle. I mean, the shirts are pretty fucking cool. The logo's cool. They are pretty cool. On the back, you see that mischief of mayhem alcohol, that's on the back. I mean it's pretty cool. Anyways.
1: Listen, people, you don't want to be another guy running around to fucking tap out an affliction shirt on. Okay, let's be honest. <laughs> you don't want to be that guy. Nobody else is rocking the MMA to the max shirt. Whenever I wear this out, everyone's like, oh, what is that? What does that mean? And I say, well, it's my podcast where you can say it's the best MMA podcast on Facebook. You can And nobody's going
2: to know you're lying. That's the cool part. Nobody nobody's will know you're lying. <laughs> so, no one will know you're lying. Yeah, they're going to find you believe you. They're yeah, like, exactly. Oh, they can't cool. find us. But, yeah, no, check out the sponsors, you know. And, uh, you know, we're not going to be the only ones with T-shirts pretty soon. After tonight? There's
1: going to be another person. There's going to
2: be be a third person with a T-shirt. Unless you guys start doing pre-orders, man, let us know. I'm going to have to make a post on the site. We don't have them in bulk yet.
1: A couple people were saying their sizes.
2: Yeah, that's for the giveaway.
1: So. Oh, they don't want to buy one. They're only one hundred and sixteen dollars a piece, yeah, guys. Right. Come on, you, look, it's like Gucci, right? The only the limited number of them. That's why the price is what the price is. You want to All be right. special.
2: Well, that was our quick little interlude there. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about UFC Fight Night, Boise, Idaho. Junior Dos Santos and Blagoy Ivanov, the former World Series of Fighting heavyweight champion, one loss in his entire career, and that came in Bellator. To the, I think he's number one or number two ranked in the uh, UFC heavyweight division. Well, I think he's two or three now because Stipe dropped. Um, his only loss is Alexander Volkov, and that was in the Bellator for the heavyweight title. This man was the only man to beat Fedor Milenenko in Sambo. That's how good he is that in Sambo. Something. And he's taken on Junior Dos Santos, who's fallen off in recent times. But this is still an intriguing fight, especially for your big UFC debut.
1: Striker versus Grappler match? For the most part, yeah. Um, this will this will allow you to gauge where Dos Santos is right now. Um, if he can stay on the end of his jab, keep Ivan off away, and use his boxing, because Junior Dos Santos has great boxing. Oh, he yeah. He really has Sick. really good boxing fundamentals. Sick hands. If, if he can stay with that, use his jab and footwork, which his footwork has been fading in time, and stay on the outside... He can win this fight, and he can win on points. Or maybe even tire him out enough, pick him apart, and knock him out. Um, I don't know if I'm going to pick Dos Santos. Again, I I find myself doing this. I find ways for the guy I don't think can win to win. Uh,
2: Uh, I got Ivanov all the way, dude. I I think highly of Ivanov, and I think he is... I think he's going to mow through Dos Santos. And, and if this was a couple of years ago, then, I mean, before the King of fight, obviously. Um, yeah. I wouldn't even shrug my shoulders to even think about anything other than Dos Santos winning this fight. But I just do not trust Junior Dos Santos anymore. I don't trust his chin. I don't trust his head. I don't trust his body in these types of fights. And I think Ivanov is going to make a hell of a debut in the UFC this Saturday.
1: He's going to make a statement, huh?
2: Absolutely. I think he finishes I... Dos Santos, and I think he finishes him quick.
1: I, I can't I can't not see that happening. I can definitely see that happening. A double negative there, definitely can see it happening. Yeah. So I mean, but I just find the, I find these ways for the guy who shouldn't win <laughs> to win, and I end up convincing myself that it's going to happen. Uh, I will pick Ivanov. I do think he is the better fighter right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dos Santos at his prime, maybe could do the things I was mentioning before, but Dos Santos now, I don't think so. Um, Ivanov via second round submission.
2: Also, very very likely in the co-main event at welterweight, Sage Northcutt,
1: Super Sage.
0: Ooh,
1: look Take like it. a backstreet boy had sex with a bald eagle. Uh, and then he was more America after that. taking on Zach
0: America.
2: Otto. Man, Zach Otto is coming off a, a pretty impressive knockout of Mike Ky- Mike P- Kyle Mike Pyle. Not Kyle. Mike, not Mike Kyle of heavyweight fame, but Mike Pyle. Uh, pretty uh, sending Mike Pyle into retirement as he should because he's really old and shopworn. But uh, this is an uh, intriguing question. fight because Sage Northcutt's actually been looking really good technical wise um, since moving to Team Alpha Male. His uh, his but at level his level changes have been really really good, and yes, at lightweight. But Zach Otto is not a world beater, and it's a fight I think Northcutt wins and and wins handily. I think Zach Otto is way too hittable, and I think Northcutt's going to catch him.
1: I don't think Northcutt's going to be throwing a lot of punches.
2: Oh, you think he's going to go for the uh, the takedown game?
1: I do. He he uses his his uh Kyokushin background, his karate background, his in and out to get the timing on those punches and go for the the double legs, the power doubles and getting his takedowns. Yeah. I think he is going to not want to get hit by Otto. That's fair. I think he's going to make it a grappling match and that's where I think Otto stands a better chance. Cuz yeah. he is bigger. Otto's bigger.
2: I think Save Northcut finishes in the second round.
1: TKO? Yes, sir. Wow. Very bold statement. A big fan of Merca. Yeah, Murka. But yeah, no, I do. I do.
2: I think I'm still pretty high on Sage. I I think he was rushed up a couple fights too soon. But I do think he has the skills and the ability to do his thing to to actually be a star eventually. Uh, Moving to Team Alpha Male has helped. And we'll see what happens. It's
1: incorporated wrestling into his otherwise good karate striking game.
2: Now, if he really wants to take it over the top, he takes all the grappling and all the things he can learn at Alpha Male. And then goes to uh, Dwayne Ludwig and really becomes elite. Oh man!
1: <laughs> if you can, if you could incorporate his karate background and his flexibility yeah. in with the with with the, the the bang system. Now that he's got, t- he has the timing and knows how to get the, the dub, Oh, it'll be all over. He'll be a, a bigger version of TJ, possibly, because he yeah. has that ability to dart in and out. Oh, that you just you just made me have a dream, <laughs> the moist kind.
2: All right, moisture yeah, fight. on the I next night. Myself. Jesus Christ, what the fuck's wrong with you? Anyways, Dennis Bermudez on 9.4%. a on a 3-fight losing streak taking on the always tough, always dangerous former world series of fighting featherweight champion Rick Glenn who is should have better odds than I think he has in this fight. I'm I'm pretty sure he's the underdog, but I, at this point in their careers, I think Rick Glenn's the favorite.
1: I think Rick Glenn squeaks out a decision.
2: I th- I, th- I think Glenn might be taking this I'm, I'm Dennis Bermudez is the more known name but I really do do think Rick Glenn is gonna take this fight he's 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 vicious he's he's got cardio he's tough and he's got a better chin than Bermudez I think Bermudez is gonna get
1: caught a lot he might but I I don't think he's gonna stop Bermudez I think he's gonna he's gonna squeak out a decision it's gonna yeah. be a close fight but it's gonna be one where you're like yeah Rick Glenn won the fight. It's not going to be like a... It was close could go either way. I mean, it was a close fight, but Rick Glenn won the fight.
2: Yeah. Um, featherweight action. We're only going to talk about a couple more of these fights. Cause I know We're everybody's not going wait- to talk about Nico Price? Ah, we'll get to it, but I want to talk about this featherweight fight. I, I know a lot of people are excited for this giveaway, so you know I don't want to keep them waiting. I, I okay. do, but I'm trying to be nice anyways. Um, okay. But I'm really excited for this, next, this featherweight fight on the main card because it's Miles Jury, who I'm a big fan of, and I think is really good. He's still a future challenger in my mind taking on he has the potential returning chad money mendez how I is this yeah i cannot wait not sure man but uh come what is it, a two-year layoff or three year for the uh, usada year. two years from usada and money mendez is back and i'm excited i'm not sure where to lean on this fight but i'm going to lean towards mendez and his wrestling
1: I too am going to lead towards Mendez and his wrestling, and he is going to win a clear decision, if not boring, against Miles Jury. It's it's not going to be a lay and pray. He's going to at least try to move around and pass the yeah. guard and try to throw some punches. But uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be Chad Mendez on top, dry humping Miles Jury to a clear unanimous decision.
2: Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. I would not be surprised to see if Miles uh, see Miles Jury uh, catch him with a good shot and put him down, but. I think the layoff is going to help Chad Mendes with his chin, and he he took a lot of shots from Aldo, from Edgar, from Conor McGregor. Yeah. So I, I think I think but this he's is definitely going to help. Yeah, I think the rest is definitely going to help him, and he's going to come back. He's going to look good. He's going to look like Money Mendes again. I, I can't wait.
1: Yep, I'm looking forward to it. I I've got Mendes. I love Jury. He looked good at 55 until he ran into Cowboy, and that kind of didn't work out for him. Uh, he's been looking good at featherweight, but mm-hmm. Chad Mendes is too much too soon. Uh, not really too soon, but he's just too much. <laughs> he's just too
2: much. Uh, talking about a just, fight on the preliminary card on Fox Sports One, one that I'm really looking forward to, and I know uh, Keith Shillin, who watches the show, is looking forward to as well. Darren Elkins and who mm-hmm. we all th- versus who we all think is a future champion more so than Zabit Sharapov, Uh Alexander Volkanovski.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: who seems to be completely mm-hmm. flying under the radar in the featherweight division, and he should not be because this dude is a
1: killer. He needs a big tattoo across his chest that says Volkanovsky. Yeah, he's a something. killer.
2: 17 and 1. He's a fucking killer, and he's going to... He's going to beat the brakes off Elkins. Now, I'm not going to put anything past the you know Elkins being able to squeak out a comeback. He seems to be known for that, like getting his well, ass kicked and then all of a sudden just coming back and winning, but I, I think Volkanovski just absolutely manhandles him from bell well, to bell.
1: Darren Elkins pulls a Rocky. He lets you punch yourself out on his face,
0: and then <laughs> yeah. he manages
1: to get you. That, that's obviously an way underestimation of, of Darren Elkins' skills. Volkanovski just can mix up the takedowns, the grappling, the striking the distance the, the he can mix it all up better than just about anybody at featherweight save made the champ um volkanovsky is going to beat Darren elkins i don't see it making it out of the second round i don't
2: yeah i i don't either i think it i think it's stopped i'm completely agreeing with you on this one i think it's completely stopped it's a great fight uh for volkanovsky it's a Good great fight, fight for elkins yes. it's a, i mean it's a great fight for both guys especially to see where they're at I mean Darren mm-hmm. Elkins wins this fight. I think it's gonna be what, six in a row for him in the Featherweight Division uh, at believe, least. Maybe. I believe
1: so, yeah. Yeah,
2: if I'm I guessing, I'm so. looking it up. Yeah, he's no, he's at six in a row. It'll be seven in a row. Jesus Christ, how's this guy not fighting top ten dudes? Oh,
1: man. We'll see, man. He, maybe he beats Elkins. That that proves something. Maybe he needs to be able to beat up a brawler next. I I don't know. Yeah, don't know.
2: we'll definitely we'll definitely have to see. But uh yeah, it's a great fight. Justin Scoggins. Returning to fight Saeed Nurmagomedov, another fight mm-hmm, I can't mm-hmm. look, f- I can't wait for. Liz Karmouche and Jennifer Maya, the main event on Fight Pass, is another fight everybody should be looking forward to because it's the women's flyweight division. And one or two fights gets you a title shot.
1: Well, one or two fights gets you a chance to get your ass kicked by the bullet. When she
2: kicks Nico Montana's ass. And I don't I – like, I like Nico, but it's just the way it's going to happen. Like we've said before, the women's Flyway division is now the Bullets show, and everybody's starring in it.
1: Shevchenko <laughs> is the queen of that division, and she'll reign there as long as she wants.
2: That's right. Oh, man. So let's talk about a couple of things about news. Yeah, I know Thank- everybody's waiting for that giveaway, but sorry, people. You're going to oh, wait got till got the end news. of the show. Yeah, we got some news. We
1: got some news. We got some news?
0: news.
2: Let's talk news, about that. What happened with Brendan Schaub and Dana White, man? Did, did you see that post? That yeah, Brandon they've Schaub. kind of
1: been at odds since since Shab retired, and they finally hugged it out. They're like, "Look, dude, we're gonna be bygones, be bygones. We're Eskimo brothers or cousins or whatever the term is. <laughs> they but went we're Eskimo good. brothers
2: on Ronda, <laughs> but uh, I
1: didn't go that far. I think we all knew.
2: Yeah, but I mean, they'll do the last post by Brennan Schaub basically saying, you know, you you got help from the Fertitta brothers." To, to To make to 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 fix a sport that you had no i like no hand in creating, and you want mm-hmm. to talk about how you're like this mega mind. Oh, man, Jesus, he's like and then the UFC's gone to shit ever since the Fertitta's left stopped holding your hand. I was like, man, Mike dropped Look flawless me. victory, soul is mine. This shit was over on that post. That was that was <laughs> that
1: was tough, man. That was.
2: Brennan that sh- was tough. That was pure ownage by Brennan Schaub on that one. Like fights over.
1: Yeah, you call him a stupid goof, but he is successful in... So let's put it this way. Maybe he wasn't the greatest UFC fighter, but he did make it to the... So let's start start back. He played college at a decent school. He he had a a cup of coffee, as he says, in the professional football league, right, NFL. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of people get a chance to have a cup of coffee there. He made it and fought 11 times in the greatest fighting, fighting organization on earth. That's right. And now he's got one of the greatest podcasts... Uh, his blow the belt is also a highly rated podcast. He sells out comedy shows everywhere. He's doing very well for himself. The man knows how to get shit done. Um, and he's done it all by himself. And that's kind of what he was trying to say against Dana was like, yeah, I didn't need my million dollars, you know, my buddies to go $40 million in the hole to help yeah. build something. Um, I think he demeans what Dana White did and what Dana White's capable of, just a touch. I think there's more to it than that, but damn,
2: yeah, that 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 post, man. I was just like, I got goosebumps of excitement at how savage it was. <laughs> it damn. was it was it was just savagery on another level, man. Um, UFC 227 right around the corner. We that's mm-hmm. that's the next pay per view that we are attending oh, now. Fair. Live, can't wait. We got we now we got confirmed. We got. Alexander Gufsasin and Volcom Ozdemir. Oh yeah! To go along with TJ versus Cody two and Mighty Mouse versus Ahudo, two, we got uh, news of Jose Shorty Torres, good friend of the show, champ, champ, going for his second Not UFC much. fight, uh, mm-hmm. his second UFC appearance, taking on the always tough, always awesome Alex Perez at bantamweight. at bantamweight. Yeah, so we knew that 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 Shorty can, you know, he was a champ, champ bantamweight and flyweight in titan fc but he was he's bi-divisional yeah he's bi-divisional there you go um they don't like labels like that um but uh <laughs> i don't know
1: what the proper pronoun is for that i'm sorry yeah so he's he's gonna be
2: showing up at bantamweight in ufc now first fight at flyweight second fight at bantamweight i, I like it
1: and I, he's gonna be in our neck of the woods you. so you know, hopefully he'll we can get him to stop by he'll be training out there in palm springs we can run out there and see him and do a little live show with him Dude, that yeah that'd be great <laughs> if you could get a Saturday off to make it happen. What? Yeah. Just kidding. We'll see um, about that. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I last, last we heard from him. He didn't want to fight a Bantam weight anymore. You know, he, he likes featherweight. It's an easy weight cut for him. He's small for Bantam feathers or uh, fly is perfect for him. Yeah. Um,
2: I think he fine. wins. I mean, I think he wins. I think he's more talented. So, I mean, it's great. Um, other news out there, anything exciting that we missed? Bellator's coming up. Got Julia Budd defending her featherweight title. Can't wait for that one.
1: Julia Budd is a good fighter, fun to watch. Yeah. I think she wins.
2: They announced the Ultimate Fighter, uh, the next Ultimate Fighter season cast at heavyweights and women's flyweight or flyweight featherweights. So,
1: I'm glad that they're doing some women's flyweight because right now there's only one woman at flyweight really, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, so let's see, man. Let's see. So, okay, everybody
2: just wants to get to the giveaway, right? Is that what you're all looking for? You want the T-shirt, you want the mug,
1: so drum roll. Let's
2: start to let's let's get into this. Let's talk about this. So you know, one year ago, everybody, my cousin Joe and I, Riverside Joe, we uh, this guy, and that guy, yeah, that guy. We decided, you know, we, you know what w- what we do after fights is we talk about the fights. We get on the phone, or if we're sitting there together, you know, li- watching it live, we sit there and talk about the fights over beer. And we decided, you know what, we sh- Why don't we just start a podcast and let. Just- other people Give watch us world. talk about fights and and either enjoy it think it's entertaining or make fun of us and talk shit i bring it on if you want i don't care we i, I
1: prefer i prefer the latter
2: <laughs> no we prefer the former <laughs> of them enjoying oh. us yeah
1: oh, oh uh, no I, okay i said it right i wanted them to talk shit that's my oh okay point. there you go then okay never mind
2: <laughs> and uh, we started audio on spreaker we doing it for we've been doing it for the website w2mnet.com definitely check them out um and it just evolved eventually into this live show that you're watching now so thank you for everybody that's been there from the beginning um it's been a year unfortunately this should have been episode 50 but there was 2 weeks it should have been episode 52 actually but there was like yeah. 51 or 52 but there's a couple of weeks where we missed where shit happened you know work schedules you know personal life, life. yeah things yeah. things happen but we are here now 1 year 1 year ago uh, as of monday july 9th was our first show we recorded it after the international fight week show which was main evented by robert whitaker versus your romero one for the interim middleweight championship it was a bobby great knuckles, show basically. bobby knuckles defeating your romero by a unanimous decision it was a great fight it was a great show we were super drunk when we got on the on on, on spreaker to do it especially me I remember that you know I made some uh, made some Trump comments like Trump to Dana White comments. I made some analogies about <laughs> Anthony Pettis and my shirt. So
1: <laughs> my I made shirt. some off colored off colored comments about Amanda Nunes pulling out of the
2: fight. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, she was supposed to fight Bola Shevchenko in that fight for the rematch on that yep. show. That was supposed to that was supposed to happen. That's right. Um, but we've come a long way, man. We we we're video now. We're live. We got some sponsors. We got a lot more fans, a lot more views. So thank you, everybody that's been around and that's uh, hung out. Absolutely. Thank you to, uh, you know, family and friends that supported us and that have shared our show and have been there for us. Especially thank you to uh, Aaron Smith, who's been on the show as a special guest before. Uh, thank you, sir. We want to thank, you know, Eric Anders. We want to thank Jose Shorty Torres. We want to thank uh, uh, um, Frank Macho. We want to thank uh, Josh Emmett. You know, all these fighters that have been that have come our show and just hung out. Sam Alvey. You know that it just yeah. talked talk MMA with us and hung out, so it's great. I want to thank uh, Blake Stevenson for helping me through everything when it comes to video for this show. I want to thank the Craftroot Sports guys, Mike Berlin and Scott Kaiser, for for being big fans and sharing the show and having a great uh, group mm-hmm. that allows me to share my show. Um, yeah, I just want to thank everybody. So uh, thank all my friends that have always uh, hooked us up and uh, always supported. So thank you everybody, and for that, for everybody. It's giveaway time. We are giving away a free MMA to the Max
1: t-shirt. It's our little way of saying thank you yeah. for following this wonderful MMA podcast for as long as you have. And uh, we really do appreciate it, man. Like yeah. Robert was saying, this is this is a passion project for us. It's what we did anyways. And we thought that you know, we've got great chemistry and, and, and rapport, and we could do something that could entertain people from time to time. So those of you we have entertained – you're welcome and those that don't like us fuck you
2: no if they don't like us that's fine but fuck (laughs) you anyway again yeah exactly
1: i don't i'm just i'm just being silly i'm really happy with what we've done here in the show in the past year yeah um it's i look forward to it every week and i hope you guys do too yeah for sure
2: and uh so full disclosure let's get it let me tell everybody this is a full-on giveaway there was really no exceptions except for you know parents
1: yeah, of uh, mother, uh, mothers of hosts, mother, mothers of hosts, and, and
2: fathers of hosts, and stuff like that. Obviously, <sighs> wives and fiances can can't be, you know, can't win it either. Um, my brother entered. Our friends have entered. You know, um, people that I know on Facebook but have never met have entered. Sure. You know, it's it, it's just it's whatever. It's a fifty dollars value for the t shirt and the coffee mug, and we're gonna do it. I'm not pulling out of a hat. So what you're gonna see. As you're going to see right here on my phone, I'm going to get it nice up to the camera, let it get in there. You got everybody's names in there. Okay, and all I do, this is, a nice, this is a nice app. All I'm going to do is I'm going to choose. It's going to uh, randomly pick the winner. There's going to be like a drum roll. It does like some big thing. It's pretty cool, but uh, whatever name comes up, if you're not watching, hopefully you see it. You have 72 hours to claim.
1: That's three days, people.
2: Yeah, seventy-two hours to claim. Otherwise, you're you know, we, we give away next episode. But I'm not posting it. I'm not posting it on the on the on the page. You better watch. So But if you don't post it, how are they gonna know that they have to watch? They should have it was on the post originally. The original <laughs> exactly. post. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. It was on the original so, post, people. Here we go. Let's see if I can even do
1: this. Down. Right there. Right there. Push. There. There it is. It's going. And the lucky winner is oh
2: robert field robert field you are the lucky winner of the mma to the max t-shirt and coffee mug hopefully you're watching uh if not congratulations congratulations bud
1: um he, he is a he is a, a new fan of the show recently uh came on board so hats off to you buddy yeah that was yeah where'd the sound go <laughs> <laughs> there was supposed I to be know, sound it, on that drum roll sound. Yeah,
2: and yeah, stupid thing. I must, have, I must have put
1: my yeah you, my you the volume down because you you checked to make sure. The I checked show the video.
2: Yeah, I checked the show and yeah. the video. I turned my media volume down. That sucks. Anyways, congratulations to robert Field. Uh, seven, 72 hours, dude. Um, from eight thirty, you got three days to claim your uh, to claim. Give us give us your size and uh, get your T shirt. So you know what? Yeah. Thanks for viewing. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Um. Do we have anything? Let's just plug our social media.
1: If you would like to get a hold of me on Instagram, you can get a hold of me at MMA to the Max Joe. And as always, the two is the number two. If you'd like to get a hold of me on Twitter, it is JoeHud45. Very nice. I've been practicing.
2: <laughs> if you want to get a hold of me on Twitter, it's at It's Rock If you want to get a hold of me on Instagram, it's at MMA to the Max Rob. As always, the two is the number two. Find the show on Twitter at MMA to the Max show. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash MMA to the Max podcast. Check us out anytime you want on our YouTube channel. Just search up MMA to the Max. You'll find us there. Um, Robert was scared his porn would
1: pop up. Nice, Chase. <laughs> uh yeah that would be embarrassing for you because no it wouldn't the gay, porn. i wouldn't care you're you're proud you're, you're proud of your gay. i'm proud of, porn? i'm just
2: proud of my gay piece bestiality porn that's right um okay. that's good i'm i'm proud of you as always follow our parent website w2mnet.com where you can find all your needs for sports video games movies entertainment check it out you have reviews you have uh podcasts all great stuff definitely find mm-hmm. mma the max there Um, check out the great MMA, the take the MMA takeover.com who sent me to Bellator and schedule permitting is sending me to legacy fighting Alliance in, uh, Morongo on July 29th. Hopefully I could take you with me as my cameraman. Um,
1: (laughs) I'll take pictures of you anytime, uh, sir.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, other than that, yeah, dude, I I think we're good, man. I mean, it's been a good run and I can't wait to keep it going. It's been fun.
1: Can't wait for year number two, man.
2: Yeah, I can't wait, man. Hopefully, hopefully our, our our subscribers and our numbers drop or drop. Jump, double. No, jump. Go the yeah, other yeah, direction. Up, the other... up 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 up. Yeah. Um I can't wait. Uh yeah, so we'll be back on Facebook Live. Just too many issues with uh YouTube. Their their YouTube stream yeah, is just fucking exactly. up left and right and uh Yeah. Anyways, for that. You know what? I think we're good, man. For uh, my co-host Joseph Hudson, aka Riverside Joe. I'm your host Robert Taylor. This has been MMA the Max episode number 48. We'll see you next week.
0: Take care. See ya. The previous podcast has been an original W2Mnet.com production. For more great content like this, go to W2Mnet.com for the worlds of wrestling, video games, entertainment, and sports.